Welcome back to Springs of Life Camp, and thank you for joining us from Hotel Hill in Patrick Springs, Virginia. In today's episode, we're joined by Gabe Aaron, who currently serves at Goodwill Baptist Church in Richmond, Virginia. Gabe has served in the church in many capacities across four countries since growing up as a pastor's kid in the country of Romania. Listen in as Gabe shares part of his own experience as a follower of Jesus, along with some of the vision that God has equipped his ministry with in making and mobilizing other disciples of Christ all across the world. So, based on your life and just what you've experienced and what you've witnessed, even at a young age, in operations, I guess, if you will, in the church, mm-hmm. and like the, the process of mm-hmm. how to do church, it wasn't until you actually started getting out into the community before it started to click for you. Right. So right. surely, in your experience and your travels, you've seen that in lots and lots of lives, mm-hmm. that moment in your experience and in the tools that you've been given what are some of the ways in which you're helping people young people elders i mean however i mean what are you what are some of the tools that god's given you to help make that click in other people's right well i I think one of them especially that that we've been using um in these times is is to um try to to have people assume christianity for themselves um uh, take take responsibility for their beliefs and and live according to their beliefs um what 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 i what i witnessed uh, um everywhere where i've been um is that is that us the the christians are tempted to just fit into a, a category fit into a tradition take a take a label upon ourselves oh i'm this kind of christian or so i'm a oh, christian i'm that kind of christian and i sh- therefore i should live this way um well what what I think each one of us needs to needs to do is to step out of that, and and I'm, I'm not saying to, to to break what what you are to be, but I'm I'm saying to assume what you are to be, to 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 be a Christian because Christ has changed your life, and 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 because you want to be like Christ, um, not not because you've been taught since you were young that this is how a Christian should act. So so in 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 some ways to to step out of 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 that. Of, of of that box that you are put into and 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 then see the gospel at work in your life see the gospel at work then in the way you live in your community and and, and go out in the community um uh, i'm 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 hoping that um we will all learn to 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 get out of our buildings and go out um, not to burn our buildings down, but 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 not to be so caught into like this 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 and this is what I'm doing and therefore I'm fine. Um, but more like to give our whole lives for the service of God and to to what what, what the Bible says to present ourselves as a sacrifice. Um, and and if we present ourselves as a sacrifice, then then we will allow God to change us first, and then we will allow God to produce change around us uh, uh, through through His work in our lives. Um, so that that that's one of the things that that I I think um, we tend to struggle with um, Christians as a whole, not only in America. I saw that in Romania. I saw that in England. Um, um, we we find a comfort zone and we like to stay there um, and 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 I think um, because God has has pushed me all over the place and and has shown me constantly that what I think I should do is not what I think is not what I should do He leads me in all these places and and only looking back you make sense of the things that happened and and all the frustration and all the things just 
really, really, my formative years as 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 a, a minister, if you want, were just throwing myself into unknown and let God lead my steps. And and it's I I wouldn't change that experience for anything. And and this is what what I what I hope we as Christians will will learn how to do better to just throw ourselves into into, into God's hands and let Him work, be just tools in His hands. So, I don't know if that answers your question no, it or not. absolutely does. And I think that helped me understand it a little bit better because I'm one of those kind of mm-hmm. people. There's so many words out there, and there's so many different meanings to different right, words. Right, 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 yeah. You know, the, the one you use the word assume or Christianity, and I think if we add one more word to that, with intention. Correct, correct. Is the thing. And I think yep. that will transpose mm-hmm. into all that we do in every Absolutely. layer. Absolutely. Well, yeah. and I'll tell you, I mean, just listening to what you're saying and, and just thinking back on some of the conversations that that, that, that we get to have with, with what we do in our little part of ministry, mm-hmm. um, the uh, just the resounding thing is, is we almost have to lose everything yep. to be able to gain and be able to to have all of that stripped away or have all of those distractions yep. stripped away to do yep. what you just described right there. Right, right. Yeah, and, and definitely, I mean, you see it in the Bible all, all over the place. When Jesus talks, he, he says, you need to give up everything. You need to give up everything. You need to lay down your life. You need to pick up the cross. You need to... you you." You need to renounce on yourself if you want to be a disciple of mine. First, it's an emptying, and then it's a refilling. You empty yourself of who you are, and then you you let God refill you with Jesus. Um, and and we see that 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 request for emptying constantly. You see it in teachings. Then then, then you see it in in what's happening uh, um, when people come to when people come to Jesus. You you see the the young rich man. Jesus asks him to give up everything. And, and it's, it's not like we should all give up everything that we have uh, um, um, material possession. But but. His heart was connected to this thing. So Jesus saw that you need to give all these things up because I want your whole heart. Uh, then you have Zacchaeus uh, that, that Jesus tells him, you need to, you, 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 if you want to follow me, you need to fix what, what, you, what your heart, his heart was in deceiving people, in, 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 in gaining, gaining things that, that, that he shouldn't have gained. And, and, and he went and gave them all up and he emptied that, that sinful desire in order to let God to, to fill his life. Then you have Nicodemus coming to, to Jesus. And Nicodemus was, was a very well seen person in 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 um the um Judaism community um and and you see him coming to Jesus and, and although he was so well so well seen he, he was if you want a, a million dollar man Jesus tells him hey you you need to be born again you need to become zero it doesn't matter who you are right now you need to become zero if you want to follow me uh, and you see you see this pattern all of, all over the place and and now trying to apply it to our lives we, we i think we often we feel so far remote from them that is life has changed so much that, that that we are not really required to do all these things but but are we really not required to renounce on ourselves are, 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 and and what does it mean to renounce on ourselves today and, and these are questions that i think i think it, Every every generation needs to answer for for themselves because life is changing so much and we find we find identity in so many different things, um, and and we were talking at the beginning about about how 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 we should try to bring generations together. Um, 
um, for the unity of the church. Well, I think if we all renounce on, on what makes us that generation, on, on, on finding identity in, in, in secondary things, and we put all our identity in Christ, there will be unity in Christ. Jesus promised it. Um, and, and, and we just, it's given already to us. We, we just need to uncover it, right? Because I think, I think we often, we, we have the unity that Christ has put in us, but, but we keep putting things on top. We, we keep, we keep building up and then, we, you you build you build a wall where it's not supposed to be a wall where 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 Jesus brought us together we put things between us um, and and I, I think that's part of renouncing on who we are if we renounce on who we are for the sake of Christ um, one we will be united with Christ and then then two based on that uh, uh, unity with Christ automatically we'll be more united with each other um, and I think. I, I think that that renouncing on ourselves is fundamental for for being the church. So that's re. So in other words, what you're saying is that that quite possibly we could bring about unity in the church if we realign our focus and our identity and mm-hmm. all of the things. Right. That wall that you just described that we've maybe have got a foundation, you know, that we believe that 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 we use the term growing up in the church, asking Jesus right. into our heart. Right. And we just linger there. Right. On the things that you were just talking about in the in the maybe the victories of the past, you yep. know, or the, the, the association that I found myself yep. in. Yep. But the way that we move beyond that is by resetting the clock. Correct. How would you? How would you? In in the context of today's world that yeah. we're living in, in yeah. twenty twenty, everything falling apart around us. Yeah, someone's hurting, and they're seeing families hurting, and just seeing lives flipped upside down right now. What piece of encouragement could you give to somebody that's in the position who has all of a sudden recognized, my goodness, I have built all of these walls up and on top of my foundation of Jesus. Right. Without standing on that myself, right, right, yeah. I, I mean, and it's it's no easy advice for this because because really, when when we are shaken by something like this, uh, we are shaken at all areas of life, and and we are shaken in in things that 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 maybe shouldn't shouldn't have been there anyway in our lives. But then we are, we we are shaken in things that that. That we strive and we should strive to have, like like community with the church, fellowship, um, um, f- feel like feel like you are not isolated, and 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 so on. Um, and is is really a very I think it's a complex it's a complex situation that we are in right now. But I think I think what what can help us all to get out of this and, and not to fall into despair is is to truly um, focus on on on. What is fundamental to the gospel? Um, I think I, I think instead of instead of uh, um, becoming despaired for the things that we cannot do anymore, I think we should we should first ask ourselves: Are they fundamental things for the gospel? Can can I be a follower of Christ in all that Jesus had taught me in this new situation? Can I follow Christ? Can I share the gospel? Can I worship God? Can I have fellowship? Can I renounce on myself? Can I see the steps of Christ to follow them in this new situation? And and I think I think the answer for us is yes. Um, but then then comes the hard part. 
then what are we to do? How are we supposed to reshape our, our lives? How are we supposed to reshape our schedules, our time, our expectations, if you want, our identity, in a way that, that, that in this given situation, God is in control of this situation. It didn't take God by surprise. It's not like God gave us what the church should be, and now God is like, whoa, something happened, the church cannot exist anymore, I don't know what I'm going to do. No, God has this under control, and He, because He has it under control, and because He asked us to trust Him, then, then automatically we have this responsibility to continue to be the church, to continue to be the people that, that God has asked us. And, and I, I think this is where, this is where it, it gets very complicated because we need to readjust what, what we thought was important and, and, and go back to the fundamentals and rebuild on the fundamentals, like, like, like you were saying. You know, we, we say Christianity is really following Christ. But, but, you know, when we say following, you have an expectation of going forward. And I, I, I think so often we think we are following Christ, but we are just looking backwards and we are just like, oh, well, we need to bring back what, what, what we had yesterday or we need to bring back. Uh, well, what I think we should do is to look at Christ, look at head and see how Christ is going to lead us through these times. Times are not the same. Uh, we, we grow spiritually. We, we are affected by everything going on around us. And I, I think we should not expect that, that every day will be the same in our walk with Christ. Um, I, I actually, Christ told us not, not to expect that, not to expect that things will be um, uh, plain. But to expect that it is going to be suffering, it is going to be persecution, um, it, it, it is going to be um, all sorts of all sorts of things. Um, but he told us to to take up our cross and follow him. And then if we become anxious, if we have things that that we feel like are hitting us on on what we thought we should be, um, it's very interesting because he uh, uh, Paul is saying in Philippians. Um, He's saying, when you become anxious, bring those to me, and I'll give you my peace instead. We, we are not only asked to, to go after Jesus and then just, just face it. Just, uh, it, it if, you, if you follow me and everything is falling apart in your life, just face it. You, you're going to be fine. No, Jesus said, no, just bring it to me, and I will take it, and I will give you my peace instead. But, but you need to have that mindset that, that I'm following Jesus, whatever he leads me. And when you say whatever, that's wherever. Because we, 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 you know, we used to say last year that I'm going to follow Jesus wherever he leads me. And now we are freaked out. We are like, whoa, what is this? Because we don't believe that, that actually God could have led us into this. But here we are and God is in control and God wants us to be the church. So are we going to follow him wherever he's going to lead us and follow him with peace that he got it? Um, and and I, I know it's easy to talk. I I I I don't handle this pandemic uh, uh, maybe as as well as I sound right now. But uh, but I think I think our answers are in the Bible. It's just it's just we are we are so imperfect and and Jesus' standards are so high that that it's a long way to go. But but we have the answer. It's just it it we need to put in the effort. And and you know for for. For me, as as somebody who God had called me to to be to be a shepherd, at least for 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 um, uh, groups of people in the church or so on, however you want to see it, um, I think it's I think 
in these times, it's, it's very important to, to, foc- to focus on, on discipling those around us. And, and if we see people who struggle, um, what, might be, might, what we might be tempted to do is just to pick up a rock and, and hit, hit the person even more just because I have different views that that person has. Um, but I think, I think what we are called to do is, is right now to, to invest in each other's lives, to... to to go in and, and, and see the struggles of others and invest in that person's life and, and, and remind that person of the truth of the gospel. We need to preach to ourselves and we need to preach to others constantly, especially in times like this. Because, because the gospel has the power to, to transform our hearts, to, to bring us to, to that peace that God has promised. Um, and, and I... I think we need to move our dialogue from from like what's superficial was like oh mask not mask and, and all these things those are all superficial things there there are there are so much deeper um, uh, things that that we need to address as Christians in each other's lives in our own lives and then in our communities um, and and I think we need to focus on those things on on the gospel and the power of the gospel to take us through this. You just nailed it. I mean, you just nailed it. The thing is, you began this conversation off with talking about living life with intention to intentionally assume our role as a Christian. And the thing is, what you just described in the society that we're living in right now, again, with the with the with the the, the various accounts in in God's Word that that were given, uh, the thing is. He intentionally has designed everything and everything that is going down. And the Bible says for those who know him and who intentionally know him, they understand that those things Mm -hmm. work together. And that is beautiful. Well, Gabe, let me ask you one last thing, and I know you've got you've to get going. The, is there, just looking back, just on your experience of this crazy life, man, is there one specific passage of Scripture, maybe an inspirational quote, something that you read as a child mm-hmm. or something that's been revealed to you over this time that's just resonated through your head and your heart and just kind of helped you uh, helped you through this thing? Maybe share that with us, and then, you know what, if, if you feel compelled, please close us this, close this time out in prayer for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm I'm gonna give you a book of the Bible. Okay, <laughs> um, one of my favorite books of the Bible is the book of Genesis, and I don't know why it comes into my mind right now, but but you have in the book of Genesis, um, you know, after the fall and af- uh, af- after the, the the flood, and and then after the Tower of, of Babel, um, then you have the patriarchs. Um, uh, section starting, and you have Abraham, who's been, who's taken out of, of of his identity and given a whole new identity that he has no idea how that's gonna look like. Then you you go to Abraham's life and you see the sacrifice that God is requiring him to do all all over uh, the place. But also you have sacrifice and you have promises. Um, then you go on and you see Isaac and and you see Isaac being weak and 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 you see you see again sacrifice promises. Then, then you go on and you see Esau and you see sacrifice, promises. You see Joseph, you see sacrifice, promises. And, and I, I see this balance all throughout the book, the book of, of, of Genesis. And it, 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 it goes all throughout the Bible, but it's so obvious in these stories. And, and I, think, I think we often, we go into this book and we are trying to, to look like Abraham and not to look like Esau and look like Isaac, but not to look like uh, Joseph's brothers and so on. Just take moral, moral things. But I think it's more than that to this book. I, I, think, I think it's an image of, of how, 
how God's grace is at work even in corrupt times and, and with weak people. And, and how, how his promises balance uh, uh, our, our wickedness and our, our weakness in, in stepping on and, and going on with God. Um, and I think, I think it, it could be a great reminder for us today. We have the promises of God in the Bible. We know them. We know that God has promised us that he, he God is. So we know that he promised us that, that there is going to be an end to all of this. And, and not only here on the earth, but there is going to be an end to all of this, all the evil in the world when he will return. And then we'll spend eternity with God. Um, and and I, I think we are often so so tempted to just close ourselves into this, this small situation that's right here and not look at the whole picture when when we have the promises of God at work um, so I think this will be an encouragement for me uh, from me uh, go through the book of Genesis and look at look at the weakness of man and compare it to the greatness of God and and and, and then apply it to our world look at the weakness of man and compare it to the promises and the grace of God and and, and you will see God in your life more, more than probably you do it right now or 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 you might be tempted to so yeah wow all right i'm gonna pray now god we thank you so much uh, for your grace uh, we thank you so much that um you have brought us to you we thank you that um you loved us so much that you decided to give yourselves yourself up for for our salvation we thank you that uh, Jesus has renounced on everything that that was perfect in heaven and came down here uh, on earth, uh, took a, an image of a slave, uh, was born as, as, as one who doesn't matter um, and came to save us, came to die for us, came to um, teach us but be rejected um, came to lead us but 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 be um, uh, beaten and and put to death like a robber or like a deceiver uh, and and lord you you still took your missions to the end and and you still provided salvation for all of us so we thank you so much that you went through all of that just so then we can receive life instead of death and not just any kind of life but eternal life in your presence uh, lord we in in the light of, of your sacrifice we want to ask for forgiveness that so many times when 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 so little things compared to what you have gone through uh, come in our lives we are, we are so ready to 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 give you up we are so ready to to think smaller of you than we are to we are we are so ready to look for salvation in other places we we are so ready to to um uh, blame you or blame those around us instead of living in in um, unity and instead of um, seeking you even more than before and seeking your counsel and seeking your wisdom um, and and seeking your peace lord so we we pray that um you are gonna guide us to know how to how to live these lives in a way that will honor you in any circumstance in our lives um, even now today when when things are so shaky and and when when everything seems to to um, um, be so out of place um, 
I know, Lord, that we weren't called to to a monotonous life. We we weren't called to to just um, uh, sitting on, on the couch until you come back and 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 then go with you and and enjoy even more comfort. Uh, but we were called to walk with you, uh, whatever you you will lead us, and through what whatever you will lead us. And and now when we find ourselves in in a time like this, I, I pray, Lord, that you will give us strength, and I pray, Lord, that you will you will. Um, um, teach us through your spirit how to follow you and how to how to see your steps through all of this uh, uncertainty that we live today. I pray for those who are suffering, those who have lost things due to the pandemic. I pray that you will uh, um, continue to show them that there is uh, everything that we need in you. And, and that although we lose things here, um, we have everything in you and, and we will never be less complete in you, um, wh whatever is lacking in our lives here on the earth. Um, and I pray also for us, the church, to um, be able to suffer with those who suffer, to cry with those with those who cry and, and laugh with those who laugh. And, and I pray that we will sacrifice our comfort and, and we will um, go out of our ways to, to support each other and to speak the gospel into each other's lives uh, in our church in our families and then and then even even more important in our community that that right now seems to be thrown into despair um, I, I pray Lord that you will guide us to be the church that you desire us to be um, all of this until you will return and we will see the perfection of, of you and we will be changed into your like your likeness more than we we can ever achieve here on the earth we thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us from Hotel Hill in Patrick Springs, Virginia. You can learn more about Goodwill Baptist Church and other ministry partners at Alumni Central and SpringsofLifeCamp.org. Please follow us on social media and subscribe to our pages to stay in the know from camp. Springs of Life Camps Outreach Ministries is made possible by monthly donations and from your purchase of Springs of Life Camps Creekside Coffee, available online and from a Creekside Coffee Cup bearer near you. For general questions or comments and interest or suggestions for webcast interviews, please contact us at outreach at springsoflifecamp.org.